We are the Matea Group of Keller Williams Realty. We enjoy the diverse community that we serve and the lifestyle that Maine has to offer. We'll be talking all things real estate and Maine. Welcome to the Maine Real Estate Show. Welcome everyone to the Maine Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Jeff Matea, my co-host, to my left here, Harrison Smith. How you doing, Harrison? Good. How are we doing, Jeff? Awesome. Awesome. Always uh, great to just talk real estate and everything all about Maine, too. I, I um, you know, have a fun time sitting here and just chatting about what's new, what's coming up, and uh, everything that's going on in the market, and then some. Yeah. And it's been, it's a lot of fun. I think, the you know, the more we focus on this area, the more we kind of just do what we do. Um, I really enjoy stopping into all these small businesses and whether it's grabbing a bite to eat or just stopping into a local store and chatting with business owners and people working there. I, I just love to hear what's going on. And, and, you know, we've got a lot of good things to be, yeah. uh, to be visiting around here. Well, we've always been supporting local yep. and we want to, you know, put that out there that make sure that others are supporting local and definitely let us know who you feel we should support. If you hear of a, you know, a newer business or maybe a business that just needs a little bit of love might be off the beaten path, um, whether they're struggling or just, you know, need a little bit of a boost. We'd love to showcase them, talk more about them and get them out there um, so that more folks start supporting them. Yeah, we are definitely big advocates of small business. So if you have a small business or you've got a favorite small business, we'd love to know who it is so we can do some features, you know, on this show, but also through other things that we do to, you know, get some exposure, get the word out, help yeah. everybody because we, uh, as I said, we're huge community people. We love small business. We are small business. Right. Um, and it helps and everyone. It. Yeah. I mean, we're all, uh, you know, our communities that we support will in turn support us. And, uh, you know, likewise, everybody helps each other. Um, we all, we all move forward. Yep, absolutely. So one of the, one of the topics we've been talking about a lot lately, and I think it's because we've got warm weather coming and it feels like it's getting to be spring ish at this yeah. point, although there might be some snow here in the future, who knows, but, um, we've had a lot of conversations lately about short-term rentals. And I, I feel like, you know, a lot of people refer to them, you know, it, it's an Airbnb or it's a short-term rental, you know, really that they're one and the same, but, um, let's talk a little bit about short-term rentals, Jeff, in the sense of, you know, what is a short-term rental? And then also like where, in, where in Maine should you do a short-term rental? Well, just about anywhere. It all depends on like your liking, um, you know, what's, what, uh, is, what do you have an appetite for? Uh, preferably it's better to be close by, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, so short-term rental is just exactly like it sounds. It's, it's the opposite of a long-term rental. So a long-term rental is like a, a lease that's, uh, you know, month, you know, month to month or for a year, you know, so you're, you have a tenant that's staying for a long time. Uh, your short-term rental is they could stay a night. They could stay a few nights. They could stay a week or two. Um, so it's, you know, very popular in your vacation destinations. The beach, the mountains, lakes, uh, you know, ski areas are obviously very popular right now. And uh, it's just an opportunity that folks have utilized, uh, you know, to rather than leave a house dormant, they leave for the winter. Uh, they can rent it uh, off season or they can, you know, come back and maybe use it for a week. The number of folks that buy a, a second home and that only utilize it a month or two, uh, a summer or a week or two. And when they're not there, they can short term rent it depending on the regulations in their municipality. Yeah. And I think what's, what's interesting with Maine is that we have so many second homes, mm -hmm. you know, lots of vacation homes, um, whether it's a family home or whether it's just something somebody bought because they love to vacation here and they're just going to use it a yeah. little bit, but short-term rentals, which, you know, really weren't a thing necessarily, you know, when you go back even, you know, 10 years, um, have allowed people that maybe weren't sure how they make a second home work, yeah. you know, kind of gives them that now opportunity to be like, okay, I'm going to be in it these weeks, but 
could would somebody else want to be in it these other weeks and could i actually use that to cover the cost of renting it you know are we seeing a lot of that sure yeah oh yeah absolutely i mean uh, this was always you know if you if you go way way back um you know short-term rentals happened you know sure. they, sebago lake uh cape cod uh the smoky mountains you know it's just right you didn't hear about them as much and then you know the advent of the internet sites like airbnb so the you know these um places vrbo verbo where you could put them on, um, then made it accessible, more accessible to just, you know, Joe and Mary off the street. Um, so then they got, they got an appetite for it. And then more people got, you know, talking about the rate of return and obviously like you break it down, what your mortgage is versus what you get nightly. Um, and then folks started to see, wow, I mean, this, this ROI potential was very attractive. Um, but then right prices climbs, it, it removed inventory from the market and then the supply sort of dried up. Um, and there was a lot of talk at the conference that I went to in Nashville about saturation. And, you know, you have some areas that are, you know, more attractive than others. And, um, you know, so it, it's just made it more accessible and more people talk about it and use the term Airbnb. Right. We've got to get back to STR short-term rental, uh, because, you know, those are just sites that you can use and tools to help you get more exposure. Um, but there are also folks that are using search engine optimization to direct book and have people come to you rather than going through, um, sites to use, you know, per, perhaps save on the, uh, the management fees and, um, you know, the kind of finders fees, will you call it from the, uh, these websites. Right. So we think long-term rental people come in, they sign a lease, they stay for a month, six months, a year, years, maybe yeah. short-term rental, obviously you're talking much shorter timeframes. So what goes into running a short-term rental? Like what are the steps in the process? What are the things that the property owner has to do to actually operate as a short-term rental? Well, it's quite a lot. I mean, you know, um, the STR wealth conference that I built wealth conference that I went to in Nashville really opened my eyes to what people are doing all across the country and on different levels, right? So there's folks that just, you know, they've got a keyless entry they, they purchased a property first of all, right? They found a property that they felt was, um, could have a positive rate of return based on that. Um, then you right have to furnish it. So folks obviously expect to not have to bring anything to this. They're coming to that experience like at a hotel. So then again, wide variety of opportunities. If you look online, you see there's right. You could stay at a, uh, La Quinta holiday Inn. you could stay at a four seasons Ritz Carlton. Right. So there's experiences all through that spectrum. And there are an Airbnb as well. There's folks that just like, here's the code, use it to get in and bare minimum. And then there's people that have created just a ridiculous experience and it's a destination and themed rooms too. And we'll get more into that, but just an experience that it's memorable and people want to keep coming back or they're going to tell all their friends like, oh, you got to see this. You got to stay at this place. Like uh, a big one in, in the area, but also, um, a trend nationwide and, and it, it picked up steam and maybe it's not as popular now was tree houses. Oh yeah. It's kind of living in that, you know, that wooded area. Um, and then, but you know, themes. So in Orlando, there's, there's, um, folks I know that have, uh, Disney themed Avengers themed super Mario brothers themed rooms. And it's attracting people because right. You scroll through on your phone or tablet and you're looking for a place to stay. And if everything has gray walls or white walls or just, it's real plain, mm -hmm. it looks like just every other hotel room. Right. And then all of a sudden you pop and like, wow, that one stands out. And that's the thing is, um, one of the uh, presenters talked about, right. If you were to go sell your home, we talk about, right. Declutter, depersonalize, keep it plain, you know, the neutral colors everywhere and, and, you know, taking away personal effects. 
with Airbnb and short-term rentals, it can be the exact opposite. Like things that you wouldn't necessarily put in your home, you would put an accent wall and a splash of color and a lot of like real vibrant and eccentric pieces so that people catch their, you know, it catches their eye. And then it's like, wow, I want to stay here. Like I remembered that, like, that's really interesting. Um, and that's, what's memorable. And that's what they tell people about. And it may not be just in the design. It could be that, you know, coffee bar, someone was talking about a milkshake bar, uh, just other amenities that you're like, holy crap, this is something that, you know, you don't even get at uh, like a double tree, but right. They're known for their chocolate chip cookie. When you check in, yeah. what would your air, what would your short-term rental do to stand out from the crowd um, as you're fighting for those consumers to, and guests to stay at your place yeah. and pay you more money? Well, and, and I find that interesting too, cause you know, we, we've all, we've all traveled and, and generally we're, we're used to staying at those kind of big box you know, big national brand hotels mm-hmm. where we're used to having kind of a basic room and a little Keurig machine and the TV. And then you can go downstairs for breakfast, but you know, the, the, the hotel itself offers very little in terms of amenities. Maybe you've got a pool and an exercise facility, but yeah. unless you're at some really big resort, the amenities aren't really there. And you're it's pretty and oftentimes, basic. yeah, oftentimes you're in more of a commercially situated type area. You're not necessarily in a, in a residential area or in a, um, in a, a vacation type area. Oftentimes you're kind of further away because the nature of that type of construction, but in, in Maine, we're finding that people really come here. The Airbnb is a place to stay and they can cook dinner and all that, but mm-hmm. really they come here for the amenities. Oh, they certainly do. I mean, they want to be close to the action. You know, they're not going to stay, you know, a long drive away from the ski mountain. They're not going to stay a long drive away. I mean, the first thing that people ask even with, with my unit is, you know, how close are you to the beach? Mm-hmm. That's what we're coming for. Yep. At the same time, right, uh, on a rainy day, I want to make sure that they're going to enjoy themselves at the unit and then tell people about it and want to come back. Um, so there's aspects of that. So getting back to your uh, question earlier too is, well, what's all involved in this is you need to make sure that you're prepared to whether you're going to self-manage or have it professionally managed. And so obviously there are property management companies out there um, sure. like Guardian Properties and, and several others that will manage short-term rentals for you, mm-hmm. but expect to pay, you know, anywhere from 15, 20, maybe even 25% of your, of your gross, um, and then have a cleaning fee so that, you know, there's, that's all handled by the property management company. But if you do it yourself, right, you're still going to hire a cleaner. You've got to have extra linens. You've got to have extra everything because there's things that break. And a lot of that was discussed at the uh, event was, you know, there's people that may skimp on just leaving out just enough toilet paper to get by or mm. just enough, um, you know, like a wine opener. Well, what if that breaks or someone takes it and then you're going to have to go buy another wine opener. So it was kind of the, the, uh, the joke and it wasn't really a joke. It was more like you guys are foolish if you don't have like four in the house because mm. someone's going to misplace one or yeah. something's going to happen to one or someone's just going to forget. And maybe it goes in their suitcase and it leaves and who cares about a, two to three, $4 uh, opener or a chip clip that every company seems to hand out for free. Yep. Um, but all those things are like, uh, you, you know, a guest says they wish they would have had that. Right. And there's many of these that are just not thought of um, yet. Right. You, you go on vacation and, you know, females, right. They want to make sure they have a you know, hair dryer, um, sure. other, other amenities in the bathroom that just, you know, they feel like they're at home. They're going to bring certain things that, are personal to them. Um, yet you don't want to have them asking or geez, I wish. And that's the other pieces at the end of the stay, you get reviewed on the experience. So you'd hate to have someone wait till the review time, wait till they've already checked out. 
Yeah. So that's also where there's a big communication piece. And that's, and that's uh, an aspect that people want to prepare for is if you don't have it managed and you're the self manager is the communication of, you know, are you finding everything? Okay. Do you have everything you need? Is there anything that you'd like in addition that we maybe not, we didn't leave out and, you know, it'd be terrible if it's like, well, yeah, I wish I had more towels. Oh crap. I mean, <laughs> if I had only left four more towels, which cost me 20 bucks, I mean, 30 bucks tops, um, you know, it's, you know, uh, an afterthought, but at the same time, if that made the guests not even have to call you and ask you, it also saves everybody time yeah, yeah. is those things. And, and so there are, um, hosts that are learning as they go. What's great is there's online communities via Facebook. There's, um, you know, different, um, coaching and training as this has become, um, more a, um, you know, a way of people just doing this full time. There's people that are helping each other out and writing books and trainings on YouTube and Facebook and social media. Um, and again, like on Instagram, like a lot of people that you can follow that will show you what they're doing. Yep. Um, what, what I took away most of all from the class or the conference was a lot of these folks are very giving and telling of, you know, cause they're all across the country. So they're not worried about you competing in their right, backyard. Yeah. Um, they're willing to share and they also, you know, the guys on guys and gals on stage were like, it just raises this to a whole nother level because they have to win and we all win together because right. The battle is with your communities that don't see this as a, a great thing. It's, it's taking away. They feel it's taking away or like the hotels and, and stuff that are, um, want those same guests staying with them. Um, so there's like this ongoing, you know, kind of waging war of, but if we all raise up that experience that the consumer has, they're going to tell more people. And then that's going to get your ratings up. That's going to get your price per night up the experience and just raising the bar. And we say that competition breeds improvement over and over and over again in every industry, because it's not just the hospitality. It's people are looking to everything that they do and expecting it right now. Perfect. And a great experience, memorable that they'll tell everybody and share mm. their positive with the world yeah, and it's, exactly. you know, it's reviewed, it's rated, it's all out there on the internet. Um, and so you have to expect to be on your game and top, um, or else it could cost you. Yeah. So you mentioned the amenities and, and what people might be asking for. Did you, when you started with Airbnb or short-term rentals, were there, were there some things people were asking for that you really hadn't considered would be that important to somebody's stay? Yeah. You know, I actually didn't put a toaster in, um, because I don't, you know, you don't normally see a toaster in a, in a hotel room. Right. And so I hadn't thought of that. And then I also thought, well, you know, the fire hazard at that, uh, just a little kid putting a knife in there and, you know, mm. you know, uh, burned or electrocuted. <laughs> I mean, just yeah. different things. Um, you know, we had the standard, like the coffee maker, you know, the, uh, the desk to set up your laptop and, and plug and play. Sure. Um, and, you know, it was, it was the growing pains of not really going, you know, and doing as much research as I could have to start and just, you know, kind of learning by failing forward. Yep. Um, but I also watched. So that was another thing is you can do your research and see the other units that are available, mm -hmm. the other homes that are available in your market. And you just got to be better. You got to be in line with the best, if not the best. And that's how you, you know, you learn. Um, yeah, so no different you, than how we comp a house when it goes on the market, right? Exactly. Right. If it looks like shit, you're probably not going to get it rented out. Right. So you got to look the best. You got to win the, the price war and the beauty competition. Yeah. Right. So the, and I, and I think that's not just in the photos, that's in the amenities and people are asking, right. You know, do you have, um, uh, 
uh, a pack and play for kids? Mm. Is there an iron? Uh, you know, some of those that, yeah, you would expect people to have that, but you know, and do you have, um, you know, commercial grade, do you have like bedding and different stuff that, you know, can put, um, you know, through the wear and tear laundry service, making sure that is there a in unit, um, washer dryer. Some people are staying for, you know, several days, you know, minimum, I, a lot of mine are like three to four nights stay minimum. They're going to, they're not packing for two weeks. They're packing for three to four days and maybe need to do laundry to stay that, yep. you know, make that seven days or right. They, they get stuck in the rain or spill something on, you know, at, while they're out yeah. to dinner. Or if they've got kids with them and you know how that goes. Kid, yeah. Kids, <laughs> yeah. Kids soil their, uh, their clothes or, you know, go to the beach and they're covered in yeah. mud and sand. Uh, so just having that. So then, right. You remember, do you have dryer sheets and laundry detergent as, and do you have scented versus unscented and, you know, like the, uh, whatever, I guess we'd call it hypoallergenic, yeah, sensitive, you know, yeah. you don't, yeah. To make sure that you don't have someone that maybe, you know, yep. and, and so I've had that asked, like, have people use burn candles? Do you have, did you have pets in the, in the, uh, unit prior, um, and how recent and, you know, uh, someone that was, a uh, uh, very sensitive to, um, environmental, like, so candle scents, et cetera, um, was asking like, you know, your soaps and your shampoos and your laundry detergent dryer sheets, like all that, um, you know, what products, because I can't use those or I can't be in there. Okay. If someone else has even, you've laundered, um, your linens with, oh, right. you know, name a brand. And that's just, that wasn't, it's gotta be just plain simple. Um, so yeah, you, people are people and they have, um, different needs and, um, you know, gotta be amenable to that adapt to yeah. the, uh, the market. Yeah. And you made a really, a really interesting point about the industry too, with these people on, that you saw at the conference mentioning, you know, kind of trying to raise up the whole industry mm -hmm. and you know, you think about, you know, taxi cabs and Uber hotels and, and short-term rentals, you know, right. very much disruptive to the industry. But what we hear is people will stay at Airbnb at an Airbnb or a short-term rental or a VRBO, wherever they found it, and they won't have a good experience. Mm -hmm. And then they begin to kind of label all of them the same way. Sure. Or, you know, they're going on reading your reviews and they see the one terrible review from two weeks ago and now they don't want to stay there because of it. You know, what, what is the importance of that review and having that experience, you know, shared on those bigger platforms? Well, so those, yeah, those reviews help you with the algorithm. So the algorithm is going to favorite, like, you know, Google is huge on experience and they want, you know, it, Google's name is on the line, right. just like Airbnb and Verbo's name is on the line that they're suggesting these, they want that user to keep coming back. So they're promoting and giving preference to the highly rated, the, you know, the one that shows well, um, that's not to say that, right. You couldn't have bad photos and still get Sure. yours rented. Um, at the same time, they're standing out when they have better reviews, better, you know, usage. And those are, you know, so you're getting the impressions and showing up more. Um, so there are folks that are looking into and working through like, you know, there's price labs and STR insights that analyze data and are helping people navigate where to buy, where to host, where to, you know, how to place their, um, you know, unit so that it shows up and ranks better um, oh, in the algorithm so that it's seen more. Um, and there are, you know, the, the sites do show you how many views and how many views to a booking, um, you know, how many days that yours is booked versus the competition. And so there's all kinds of analytics behind the scene that you can pay other um, third parties 
to analyze this data so that you can show up better and be more competitive and get your unit rented um, for hopefully more money and top dollar. Um, otherwise, right, what are we doing this all for? Um, what's great is that there are these add-ons that you can subscribe to for monthly or annual fee that will help you be as competitive as you can be. So it helps you do some research on the front end ongoing and then even on the back end so that you can prepare for the next season do you need to add something change something should you be higher priced should you be lower priced and like we've talked about dynamic pricing through with guardian properties is just making sure that you're competitive and always on your game and again like a a property management company you should expect them to be watching this for you so that you're getting that um you know the bookings you know you don't want vacancy Absolutely. So I would say anybody watching, if you're interested in short-term rentals, feel free to reach out to us to talk directly. Uh, Jeff owns and operates some short-term rentals. Um, we've got a lot of experience on the team in short-term rentals. So you can always call us 207-553-2605. Uh, go to chefsellsmain.com to get in touch. Um, or if you already own a short-term rental, and you need some help. You know, we can connect you with Guardian Properties, Tim Mitchell, um, somebody we know very well who does a very nice job managing short-term rentals. Um, not just on the coast, but also out by the lakes area. So um, a lot of experience we can offer. And, and, you know, we're still learning. So we're not the experts uh, in it by any means. However, we do have access to many experts around the country. Um, Some of them are right here in New England, which is awesome, that are are studying the data, um, you know, watching where are the hot markets, where, uh, you know, where are people experiencing the best returns. Uh, And then also just, you know, getting in and out. So there's folks that offer everything from management to co-hosting to, um, you know, analyzing and looking at a pro forma, making sure that this is the right uh, property to purchase or maybe to unload. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's folks that, you know, are uh, from in in, at the conference. Just like when we go to Keller Williams Family Reunion, the national convention, there's people that have a niche. And what's awesome was, you know, they had... um, their um, str um uh super team so strsuperteam.com i believe was their website that it had someone from each avenue so on the lending side to get oh, you cool. your 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 lending to a, a real estate agent that's just knocking out of the park and helping folks acquire and sell and you know move these properties to uh, an accountant so you want to make sure that you have a team behind you so you understand like what's the good bad and indifferent here um the the tax exposure buying, selling, what can you write off? Should you, you know, right. And then it, right. That reminded me of on the legal side, is it an LLC? Do you, you know, how are you protected such that if something happens at your short-term rental, it doesn't impact your other assets and your family and your exposure uh, there. And then insurance, obviously. Yeah, We've learned from Uh, Jeff Lee that insurance for a short-term rental is much different. Talking about that being, you know, um, you know, commercial insurance, um, cause it's a, it's a business. Um, a lot of these policies, you know, may not fully protect you. And so just making sure that you have that. Uh, and then from a marketing standpoint too, is people understanding, like, if you're just going to put it onto those platforms and those portals to get noticed, it's a, it's a, it's pretty crowded. So sure. how do you show up with search engine optimization? Are you doing Facebook, Instagram ads? Are you targeting a specific, uh, you know, customer? Uh, guests that you want to stay in your property and how are you, you know, optimizing that? Uh, That's really big. And the folks that have done their research and are dialing into this are experiencing better rates of return, better, you know, uh, cash on cash so that their investments are paying them back. Cause there honestly, there's, there are folks out there who, wow, I'm going to go buy this property. And because we're only staying there a couple weeks a year, um, 
when I'm not there, I'm going to earn this. And then they don't realize, well, right. The management fee, the, like the wear and tear on the property, et cetera, that, that adds up that you don't see that and maybe not worth holding. We saw the big push of right post COVID more people mm -hmm. like got into this and more people were traveling and staying in, in, um, STRs Absolutely. at the same time, right. People got into it and I've actually stayed in one where I just don't understand how the, uh, owner is making any money. And so there's plenty out there that I, I don't know, unless it's just like a, you know, a, a vehicle to just hold banks of money right now. There are folks that are probably not earning the income that they should. Yeah. And it's like everything. There's people that got in and crushed it. And there's people that are kind of got in a little late and maybe overpaid and interest rates being higher, maybe bought and um, they can't cover their uh, expenses. Yeah. Which, you know, un unfortunately that happens, you know, the, mm -hmm. the short-term rental market is it's demand dependent and it's competitive and if, and you've got to make sure you're positioned right and priced right. And you've got the right amenities and the reviews are good. Cause then that's when this thing really works. But if you've got pieces of this that aren't quite working, um, you know, that can end up being a property yeah. that doesn't, doesn't fit the it's, goals you have for and it. And it's not a, it's not a set it and forget it. Um, oh, you know, no. you'd even want your management company to be, you know, looking yeah. into this, but if you're self-managing, you know, you've got to be on and uh, watching it and keeping up with communication, the marketing, uh, all of the, you know, the trends, you know, so that was another piece is the, like talking about the themed rooms and just different effects is, you know, everybody went to like grays and, you know, kind of that yeah. vanilla. Um, and now it's like no accent walls and art and, pieces that are, you know, and then we talked about the amenities is just going over the top so that it creates that experience. And they talked about experiential design so that when you're coming into a property, it's not like, okay, well, I get it. You want to have a property that is easier to clean, sure. but not so plain that it's like, you know, you're staying at a hotel, you know, a short-term rental is like a, a boutique hotel and not, oh, like a hospital. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's so sterile and plain yeah. and, you know, oh, this is kind of gross. And, um, you know, you want it to be, it stand out. Yeah. So what, from this conference and all the people you met, you know, what, what are some of those kind of big themes or trends that are emerging in the short-term rental space? Not just you here, but mm -hmm. really out across the country. Uh, the color, you know, colors, um, accent walls, uh, you know, like I talked about the themes and just making sure that you're using, you know, commercial grade bedding and commercial, you know, cause they're like high traffic. So flooring and, you know, tables and chairs that can withstand that, you know, someone's getting up and down and sitting in the, you know, you know, it's not just, you sit there and lounge like your own house. Um, but you getting up and moving and a lot of traffic in and out. So picture the wear and tear of like a hotel room. Um, you know, linens have to be reused and, you know, they have to be able to be laundered several, you know, times. And even just in the summer, um, well year round, right. I mean, there's properties that are rented year, year round, so it shouldn't have said summer, but you know, that they can, you know, be laundered over and over and over again. And, um, so you have to prepare that, right. You don't want to be having to have a new pair of sheets or, you know, a new set of sheets, uh, every stay. Right. So these need to last. Um, but then also to prepare for that, to know like, well, they can only last so long before you need to replace them because they start to get, you know, they pill up or they get kind of, you know, ratty and yeah. they need to be, they need to be, uh, retired. What about, um, what about things like regulation? It's a theme we've heard about around mm -hmm. the country. There, there are certain areas, and, and Portland's even one of them. Portland yep. put in regulations around sure. licensing. They only want so many of these. Is, are, is there more regulation you know, coming around the country, or is, 
do we feel like we've seen what we can, we're going to see? No, we can expect more to come. Um, you know, you have uh, areas that just it wasn't thought of. It's an afterthought, and now it's picking up and, and picking up steam. And you know, municipalities are just being careful and watch watching. And you know, the not in my backyard uh, police have always you know kind of been watch, a watchful eye. So I think you just, you need to do your research. You need to check. That's why it's important to have a, a real estate agent local that knows the market and is on top of things. So if you're investing in a market that you're not, you know, you're not local to, um, you're not aware of is to do your research to see, is it, is it soon to get regulated? Are the surrounding towns regulated? So they, it might spread and to ask those local real estate agents who are, who are in the market or other owners to know, right? Do we think that this will be a limited, this is going to be a licensed, um, you know, and a certain number of licenses, you know, local to out of state to, you know, whatnot, just see what regulations have come up. Is there legislation pending? Is there squabble the talk of, you know, in the town, town, municipality, um, council meetings uh, about this? Has it been addressed? Has it been thought of? Has it been shot down in the past? Because we also know that any of those, like, um, you know, voting, you know, uh, you know, referendums, discussions like that, even when they get shot down, they kind of resurface in a different form at a later date. So if it's already been voted yeah. down, that's not to say that it couldn't come back sure. two, three, five years from now. Yeah. I mean, we've seen Portland wrestle with short-term rentals now for years sure. and they've, you know, made some changes and then made other changes and, and trying to, trying to feel their way through it and get it right. Because it, you mm -hmm. think about an area like Maine, we are so vacation upon or so dependent upon vacation travelers. We, right. we need people to come here, visit, spend their money, spend their time. Uh, and you know, there's not enough hotel rooms necessarily in the area. So short-term rentals really fill that need. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be careful. You're not running a bunch of unmanned hotels as, as they're, as they're viewed, Yeah, but you do need that available to people. So they actually can come, you know, and, and, and another huge takeaway from uh, the conference too, was don't go it alone. Mm. If you're trying to be all in and do this all yourself, you can get burned pretty quickly. You yeah. can overwhelm yourself. You can get burnt out. There's other folks in this field that are already doing it. So don't recreate the wheel, you know, the rip off and duplicate R and D department. There's other folks that are here. Watch what they're doing. Sure. Watch the best, learn from the best, subscribe to some of these, you know, Facebook groups, watch on Instagram, watch their stories, their reels, you know, their posts and learn from them. Um, what was great too, is to like reach out privately and just ask and read books about it learn if this is very new to you. Um, if you're looking to get into a different market too, is go right to that real estate agent that either is investing themselves or has helped a number of other folks invest in that area. Um, so that you don't just go at this, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, kind of the minor leagues, you want to have that professional, that, that all-star, that pro, uh, representing you and knows the market inside and out. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, last thing before we start to wrap up here, if somebody, is either in short-term rentals and wants to get into short-term rentals. Um, what is the next best thing they should do? What is the next step they should take? It's continue to research. I, I, you know, they, um, they were at the conferences, STR insights will help you understand where markets are that are very profitable. Mm -hmm. You know, the rate of returns sizable to where you want to be. Um, and continue to research, you know, don't just jump at the next one and think like, well, I can, if I do this to it, it's going to, you know, result in a better return. It's watching the market and understanding what the competition is. And are you entering a market that has an upside potential? Are you finding a property that has a lot of upside potential and 
digest that, take your time, but also be prepared, you know, have your uh, pre-approval ready or, you know, any capital, whether you're raising funds from, uh, you know, another party, be pre-approved, be pre-qualified, like we said, any buyer right. um, so that, you know, and then outline, have your plan and outline exactly what's that buyer box. What are the criteria that it has to be met so that I'm not trying to force a deal. It has to meet this otherwise on to the next one. Gotcha. And be patient. There's deals out there. It's just, everybody's looking. So you've got to look a little harder to uncover the home run. And if you can't find a home run, well, maybe you have to hit a double or a triple, um, but take the time to make sure um, because you can commit to something and then, you know, right. A regulation could come in that, you know, prohibits you from making a good return. The worst that you'd want to do is buy something on the, well, it's going to make money because it's just going to appreciate. Well, don't mm -hmm. buy on the thought that a property is going to appreciate buy it based on the numbers of right now. And maybe there's an upside potential on redesigning it, pricing it better based on the competition. Like maybe a, a property's tired and it had shitty photos similar to like, you try to find a deal, just, you know, a regular single family home. Mm -hmm. Um, there's criteria that you want to look for. Um, and we'd be more than happy to share with you what our criteria is. If you'd, you know, follow us and, uh, you know, contact us 207-553-2605 um, or jeffsellsmain.com and we can take you through where we're looking and that criteria that we use to analyze. But it, it's it's all in the analysis, making sure that you're gathering the data and then don't stray from your plan. You've got to have a plan, got to have a budget, got to have your financing in order and then you take it from there. So what about somebody who's never been in the short-term rental space and wants to get involved in the short-term rental space, yeah. would you give them different advice as to what that next step should be? Well, I would look for the the top people who's doing it the best, whether you want to partner with a real estate agent to help you find that, but also right. Follow STR um, wealth building. You know, the folks that are in you know, STR insights price labs helps you, you know, price and see what the trends, uh, where the markets are to be in. So STR insights was great with that to say, this market is getting a great return. Here's where we should invest. Know that, right? That secret gets out and that ends up not being the best place to have an Airbnb, you know, a yeah. short-term rental after a certain amount of time, but then that shifts to maybe somewhere else. And so, right. What's great is that's forever changing. And, um, you know, it's just do your research, follow the people who are doing it very well. Again, success leaves clues. So there's plenty of people that are doing this around the country phenomenally. Mm -hmm. And then what's your appetite? What's your risk tolerance? Um, so maybe you want to go into this very slow and to a place that's close by to make sure that you know, and are you planning on managing it yourself? Are you going to manage it or have a um, property managed is to uh, interview and gather your information to make sure that you understand completely like what's, what are my costs ahead of time? Yep. Yeah. I love that idea of yeah, if you're gonna if you're just getting started, begin to build the team. Go find go align yourself with the right professionals and resources mm -hmm. that can help you. Go build that team now so that when you do when you are ready to go and you do have that you do find that property. Exactly. You're not one you're not starting from, you know, okay, who do I need? You already have the whole group lined up. Exactly. Yeah. I mean that from day one, that's always been, you know, where you should start, even with just regular real estate investing, is making sure that you have those folks ready to go because you're gonna need them. So right dig your well before you're thirsty. We say, and it's a famous book, just making sure that you have all those ducks in a row so that you're not then scrambling.
it's like, oh crap, I'm going to miss out on this deal if I don't. And then you, you know, hire out of desperation. You just go to like whoever picked up the phone and returned your call um, versus like who actually knows this is going to pay attention. It's going to provide great service and insight to what you need. Yeah. Excellent. So if, if anything we talked about today prompts any questions, we're always happy to help you. If we can't help you, we'll find the person who can. Uh, you can always reach us at 207-553-2605 or jeffsellsmain.com. All right. Thanks again for joining us on the main real estate show. We'll see you next week.